Where was that? Where were you watching the Hunger Games? The Hunger Games. Yeah. Have you seen that? Why? No. Why? I mean, why? <laughs> I don't know. Isn't it shit? I like it. I've only seen it yeah. like a couple of them. Content catch. Friends and enemies. Episode twenty-seven of season two. Bloody hell! That's we've done a lot of talking, Jules. How are you, Julian? Welcome to the show. Welcome to my show. Welcome to your show. Welcome to this new setup for YouTube, everyone. You like I my hope background? You're enjoying it. Content catch up background. Well, yeah, look, represent. We're in HD this week. <laughs> we've upgraded. Although we've upgraded. If people still want to um, flick us some money towards our Zoom account, that'd be the next step. Yeah, that'd be the next one to go down. But Barks, everything going well in uh, week thirty-seven of lockdown. But Jesus. I want to take. I want to take Edwin's approach um, to, to the start of the show, and I want you to say three good things from your weekend so far. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. um, exercise, the old endorphins. Bought a treadmill, mm-hmm. as you, you know. Um, got a bit of walking done. Yeah, yeah. A bit of walking yesterday. Good, good 17,000 day yesterday. I'm going to humble brag about that. Number one. Number Very two. Ah, oh, I don't know. Um, oh, popcorn chicken last night. Shout out Elise, early boss of the week. That was that is my the best meal that I've ever eaten. <laughs> <laughs> was it homemade popcorn chicken? Yeah, it's like a uh, recipe that from I don't know where it's from, but Elise, I know you'll listen to this. My favorite meal, hands down. So two popcorn chicken, three. I don't know what's a third. Maybe just taking the opportunity because we've got nothing better to do to actually reflect on what's important. It's pretty deep. Family? Jesus, that got, that got deep really quickly, didn't it? All right, your turn. Uh, hit another 10K with Strange. Yes. yesterday. Shout out, Strange. Thanks for that, big fella. Who won? Um, that, that was... Oh, no, it's not a race. No. We both ran 10K. Like, Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was good fun. Good good to get out. Clear your head. Um, that was fun. Thanks for that, Strange. Um, I'm going to say the second... Good thing is I, I whipped out the barbecue uh, last night. I did. And, uh, Didn't know you had it. Did a little barbecue. bit of, got a little electric barbecue, did a little bit of a, a grill on the barbecue. That was nice. Something different. What did you have? Rather than cook inside. I had like a um, like a veggie burger and some onions, mushrooms. Nice. A couple of fake snags just on the the, the barbecue. So that was nice. And and a beer, of course. On the barbie. That would have been hot. Yeah, I put the beer on the barbie. Was it yeah. was uh, it um edible? Success? Yeah, yeah. Grilled beer is no, where it's your, all at. Your food, your mother. <laughs> was it better than popcorn chicken? The answer is no. Oh <laughs> I don't yeah, it would have been because it was vegetarian, so Alright. Yeah, for pole. me it was anyway. A poll. Um and the third thing, I'm jumping the gun here, but ladies and gentlemen by the time you've you you listen to this, Essendon are officially in the finals. Wow. Okay. So for yeah, those, I mean they they haven't played yet, right? They haven't played yet. So you're um, but St Kilda are currently sixty points up against Fremantle, which means with two minutes left, which means that Essendon don't even have to win today to to secure their spot in the top eight. So. Oh. We're playing finals, baby. So false posting by the media. I thought you guys still had to win no matter what. No, because Richmond drew. Yes. St. Kilda won't jump up that much because Essendon's got 107 as their percentage. Right. St. Kilda, even after today's win, 
I don't think they're, they're going to... I wonder if they've got a live ladder here. There we go. Let's go live ladder just to double check this so I'm not... Yeah, St. Kilda's not going to make it because with this win, they go to 40 points, but only 91% percentage. Yeah. Okay. West Coast lost, so they can't make the finals. Fremantle lost to St. Kilda, so they can't make the finals. Okay, we're not allowed And GWS won. <laughs> Essendon is in the final. You asked me my yeah, three no, things. Essendon is playing finals, baby. Well done. We're playing finals. Well done. Um, and for those that don't care about AFL, we're sorry about that. Um, yeah, sorry, that was a big rant. What do we all do care? It's, it's big. What we all care about, though, is the wrestling. Talk to me about it, Jules. Talk about three good things to happen this weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a week for wrestling. Okay, not not only like... Not Jules wrestling. Actually, WWE. No, no, not me wrestling. No, it's AEW, baby. Oh. It's all about AEW. Although in WWE today, like, they're trying to combat, like, the massive amount of attention that AEW has had. So they've brought back Brock Lesnar and Becky Lynch, but fuck <laughs> them. It's not about them. Bark's hit content piece one. We're talking Chris Jericho first, ladies and gentlemen, and friends and enemies and everyone. All right, bang, Chris Jericho, here we are. So Chris Jericho, for anyone who's not into the big into the wrestling world, he's one of the all-time great like wrestlers he's been around for ages he did wcw he's done wwf he's gone to japan he's done tna and now he's on aew so he had this match i don't even know against who it doesn't matter but as part of the match stipulations he wasn't allowed to use his entrance song judas um is the song and it's by his band fozzy that's now i forgot he had a band Barks, I'm going to leave you roll this vision. Um, yep. So he's coming out for those who are just listening, and this is the reaction from the crowd. Was this just a spirit of the moment thing? So the crowd always sing it, but they've just taken over. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Okay, get the point. Okay, so you get the point. So the crowd just take over and start singing the song. But, like, look at the smile on his face. Like, I think there's one screen grab where it's just the, the look on his face and he's just got this big smile. So... I know that wrestling is a production. I completely understand that. But, like... It's good. Look at the it's content cool. it produces, right? Like, it. it's like, for me, anyway, it's like, you know, when you watch videos of, um, is it Liverpool or Arsenal, when they, they, they have the soccer chance oh, and yeah, whatnot? Yeah. It's just unbelievable that something scripted, and it is scripted, can produce this like it can produce these bits of content that even if you're not a big wrestling fan you can watch that and you can go fuck that's impressive like that is really cool so gonna go to another bit of content before i get to my kind of point here and this one um let's go to the second one first please barks do we need sound so ladies and gentlemen yeah let's get a bit of sound here let's just watch this 
Another return. One of the biggest. I think I I think it's so cool how hyped people get over wrestling. Who cares if it's fake? Who cares? But like you said to me before, um, we we're talking about this before. I was saying how cool I think yeah. it is, but you were saying it's like it's like movies. Like why don't we think? Oh yeah, it's scripted. Well, that's that's my kind of big thing at the moment. It's like, um, if you look at it as like a production, if you look at it like you're watching, um home in a way or you're watching neighbors it's the same thing it's got writers it's got plot it's got like outcomes of it yeah it's 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 in fact it's probably more reality than like some of the reality tv shows that watch you watch mouth. right like yeah no it's better than love it, Island. it's not but you don't need to bring that into it my so this here for anyone is it's the return of C, cm punk um who hasn't wrestled in like 10 years i want to say and has been notoriously like um rumored to be returning to wrestling basically and he um he's a character he's a good great character like he he, he drops truth bombs basically it's thing so aew brought him back um in front of his hometown in chicago which is why the reaction was so amazing the pop rather um but then he put out that um statement which is a very michael jordan type statement i was gonna say is that copying um, it yeah, it's the exact one that Michael Jordan would have put back when uh, when he was returning. So for those at home who can't say the screen, Chicago, Illinois, August 20, 2021. The following statement was released today by CM Punk through AEW president and GM Tony Khan of All Elite Wrestling in response to questions about his future career plans. One quote, I'm back, which is the, the famous Michael Jordan. Last dance, yeah. Um, last dance thing so well played because that's a, a throw a, a link to chicago and a link to um one of the greats ever like making that comparison so my point with both these bits of content sorry like i i think it just tells a story about the importance of storytelling number one in content yeah. and building up like i don't i don't really sure the word but building up a persona yeah like that if you can you've, you've got to remember that people have got an emotional connection one way or another to whatever it is you're producing whether it's an athlete whether it's like the brand your actual club or whether it's like anything else affiliated with the bit of content that you're doing they've got a relationship with it you need to remember that and you need to hone in on what it is they love about it and hone in on how you can best get this out to get the best reaction yeah and that's two examples of where storytelling is so important content well said and it's it, it is a interesting bit of art about it as well because like you're selling everybody loves a homecoming of if we talked about it in one of our early episodes Derek rose returns to chicago like these yep. stories if they actually happen but imagine trying to sell something where it's just purely scripted and you sell it that well that people are getting that amped up about it it's a real art exactly it. it's such an art and like i think like it, it, you know we're not in wrestling obviously and and we don't have that much control over everything that that happens like they do um but i think again if we can learn lessons from like building on a connection that people have with athletes or build on the connection that people have with a club and work out what it is they love about it the most and how to make that shine through in your content you're going to 
you can reproduce stuff like this and from a like a, a technical point of view then all elite went out and shared this across so many platforms that like it was impossible to miss and like i said even if you're not a wrestling fan this is quite impressive to to see and it fills you with this sense of like warmth almost like th- this connection yeah. to uh, a crowd to to something else so to the character um yeah to the character yeah so that's probably it on that box so just like yeah i think it's a, a phenomenal example of storytelling yeah no good one we'll fly through these because we've got a fair bit to go through but that's a good one yep um a quick one that i saw during the week um afl michael wilson i believe what's his title head photographer or chief photographer for the AFL. Goat photographer. Goat photographer, yep. as some might know. Um, he's gone with the AFL to do a bit of a community photography competition. I don't know if you've seen that. But, um, yep. Uh, well, quickly, it doesn't need sound or anything, but I just think it's something that Australia and I'm not sure about the US or other countries could have done a lot more in, but I feel like um, there's room to, to do a lot more to sort of, I guess, push the young creatives, like in whether it's yeah. AFL, basketball, whatever it might be, but just to run, doesn't have to be competitions, but just somehow sort of see what people are doing in different leagues because there's so many good stories and so many like sort of, I don't know, there's something about the local, there's something about the local scene of footy especially where the art of photography just shines through. So like look at that, it's just such a, mm. I feel like there's just a lot of creative people out there that don't really get seen if it's not on your highest level of um, sport or whatever league it might be. So this is just something I thought that's would so be worth cool. Look at that pushing background. out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And that's, that's the other part of it. Like you're not going to see these type of nah. backdrops for the bigger leagues. Um, yeah. Community of footy. I just, I, I think it's a really cool initiative from the AFL and uh, Michael Wilson to do this sort of thing. And, and the winner actually gets to go on ground with him, which is pretty, pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Have you putting on the spot here? Have you seen any sort of thing like this where people are basically, I don't know, inspiring the next generation of creatives, or is it something that you could definitely do more of it? I don't think I've I've seen anything exactly like this, but it is almost like to a degree. Um, or maybe I'm wrong on this, but similar to what Cavs were doing with like Creator Week, is that like where they yeah. actually highlighted the people that are making stuff and gave them a, yeah. a space to to show it off. Um, that's yeah. that's what it feels like, right? Like you, you're promoting the stuff behind the scenes that goes on to to encourage others to to do it, right? To do it, give it a shot. Yeah. And, and I think Michael Wilson has even done like a day in the life uh, vlog type thing in the past. So I think to his credit, they have done a bit of it in the AFL space. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, Michael Wilson, like, I think this is a great initiative. I actually think um, Steph Camelli, who is um, she.scores scores on, scores, yeah, yeah, actually got up to the top of one of these competitions that he's run previously. So um, great community photographer, Steph, and um, f- primarily focusing on uh, women's footy. Uh, but just there, captures really great moments. She, just yeah it's great photos like if you're looking for someone to who can you can model like your beginnings off like steph just put herself out there and like um i remember like she was just going to games like every weekend like two or three in a weekend just capturing and then sending photos off to people and like hoping that they'd get noticed and 
I mean, that's how you have to do it. Unfortunately, it's a grind. Like it's not always pretty. You don't just rock up and you're all of a sudden successful. Nah. <laughs> um, nah. But she's made a that's, real um, play at it now. I think that's the beauty of it as well. Like if you have one photo or you win a competition like this from the AFL, that could be the kickstart to your career. Exactly. Um, and that's not even that's not even a stretch. I'm sure it's happened. Yeah. Um, next little thing, just wanted to talk about sure um, Australian Australian athletes. Yes. Having their own podcast. Okay. I want to see. I want to see more of it. I know. I know some do. I know um, they do sort of through, especially obviously their clubs or the leagues or the AFL or the I don't know whether it be a radio station, but. I feel like it's a little bit of an element that Australia athletes are a little behind in. Okay. Um, and I think I just wanted to draw our attention to another basketball example, but just a cool little example that I think um, it sort of opens up a different aspect of content. So Duncan Robinson, Miami Heat player, he has his own podcast mm-hmm. and he, this isn't associated with anyone but himself. Um and I think the beauty of this means you can do little content ideas um, that you don't see from anyone else like watching your own mic'd up so the content isn't that um important but he basically just watches his own mic'd <laughs> up segment and i'm trying to i'm trying to imagine it in in our sport like afl or nrl whatever it might be but um my point to this i want to see more people have their own podcasts and buddy show who they are because uh, americans do it really well it's it's always like that thing there's that um tall poppy syndrome in australia isn't there like yeah yeah <laughs> it always just, goes back uh, to that doesn't it sucks right <laughs> i was um it does i was speaking about this with someone the other day and like um like play led every player led podcast that i've run wherever i am they get to a point where they don't want to do it anymore because of the the comments from fans online and they're just like I'm having so much fun doing this, but I, I, I don't want to open myself up like that anymore. And it's, it's like... It's silly, though. Fucking I just feel like the it? positives... Yeah, like the positives so far, uh, so outweigh like the negatives to yeah. this type of stuff. And I get it's it's weird. It's daunting putting yourself in a camera and especially if you're like on the biggest stage of the world in front of all, like, all the audiences on TV screens to go mm-hmm. then make a podcast or have a YouTube channel. But I just think... I know like Mitch Robinson, um, Chloe Dalton, there's a few that I actually saw do. And and even in the other element to this, we don't have to go into now, but like the streaming the th- streaming side of things, there's a few people in Australia that do that and I think they do it well. Yeah. But um, look, it just goes back to showing the human side of it and it's cool to see these athletes, especially in the States, that have an interest in basically creating content. I think it's like it's it's something we can learn more from and also like, just encourage like athletes to do because it's if you have that contact with athletes i think like it's your job to show them and be like look this is just it, it, it's you just got to push through it because it's so much yeah. worth it in the end of the day like it's a creative outlet for you exactly um, and we know creative creative outlets work shouts darcy bessio yes that's so true and what are we looking at here? Okay, Jules? like I haven't dived too far into this box, but this um this popped up in my my news feed uh or my Twitter feed the other day, um and it's the Chicago Bulls who have gone down the old NBA your mate NBA paint NBA pa- <laughs> um alley, um and they've changed their display picture to um 
NBA paint, an NBA paint version of the Bulls. So I actually think, if I remember correctly, that Camille was hinting to some sort of collaboration between was the it? Bulls and paint. I reckon he was, and I'd, I don't want to just say that um, without going back and checking, but I feel like he was hinting that he had loved this account and wanted to do something with it. So Camille, if you've gone back and done that, this is brilliant. This is sensational and anyone who's wondering which camille i'm talking about go back and search for one of our episodes in season two with uh camille from uh the chicago bulls it's a it's worth a listen um but this is just cool like it's it's different right yeah like, i i think it's out outrageous and really cool how far so refresh on who nba paint is basically guy or girl behind the account um they just draw nba related paint drawings and <laughs> he's basically i, I don't he's made um, t-shirts with NBA teams. I, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, I think he's he sort of helped the Phoenix Suns cover a few games, like live tweet games with his sketches. So he's just gone next level, and I think it's I think it's so cool. Like it's let's be honest, anyone could probably do it. Anyone can. But he's nailed. He's nailed. Or oh, he or she has nailed it. Uh, and now people like Chicago Bulls putting his a profile picture. It's such a simple thing, but. Now, Barks, people love it. Do me a favor and, yes. and click on the Chicago Bulls because I'm gonna I'm gonna blow your mind here. And I didn't put this in the okay. links on purpose because I want you to have a look at this raw. That's their profile, so they've got the header, but they've also done oh, their fixture as NBA pay. <laughs> oh, wow, that's good. <laughs> Does it need sound? I haven't watched it fully, so it's just great though. Jason Potatum. So he's just used <laughs> so NBA Paint is just using like all these other drawings that he's done on his profile and he's made it into a, a little fixture video for them. Highly well recommend. Done. Highly recommend. <laughs> and this is why it's so stupid because it, I think that's how he started. Like literally like Luca Doncic is Luca Donk thick and he just draws a fat Luca Doncic. It's like, it's just stupid. <laughs> Ka- Karis Easy Bird. <laughs> Fred Lampy. LeBron James and LeBron's got some sort of... Uh, Bradley Seal, like it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's so just a good. stupid pun. Yeah, That's really it's cool. very well done. Um, so they've gone down that whole path, and I just think, again, we'll probably talk about this once fixtures start coming out. But every year you're killing yourself for a new idea, and this is just kind of cool. Very, very well played. I saw another team do an NFT fixture. Oh god! Um, actually, I think it was an NBA team playing on Top Shot. Actually, yeah. But hey, you got to relate it. You got to relate um, it somehow. Um, yeah, it's a really cool collaboration. Camille, if you've done that, well done. If you still listen to our show. If you don't, <laughs> well, yeah, fair enough. One of the, one of the I know, I, we say this with every guest, but one of the great interviews with Camille. Camille. I, I think we could go back and catch up with him down the track because he was, his energy, he was just a character. Yeah. Shouts Camille, hope Camille. you're listening. Camille hope and well. Nick. I miss Nick as well. And Nick, yeah. Good play. Hey, uh, Jules, yeah. do you remember a certain somebody, Nick, promised us some... Hornets gear. Yeah, but to be fair, I don't know if he ever got our addresses. No, they're probably spirit at the moment. There was a thought that counts. Nick, if you're listening, we'll trade you. We'll trade you some content catch-up merch. Sure. Speaking speaking of merch, I I have to bring this on air because I've been pestered by someone in my family. My dad wants a mug. Oh. My dad wants a mug. So, Dad, I told you I'd bring it up. All right, Dad, we'll we'll get you a mug. We'll get you a mug. Um, we need to all put in an order. We'll put in an order for some mugs and we'll, we'll get them sorted. You're a mug. Well, that escalated. Prick. Hey, do you want some eggs? 
Egg of the week. Yes. Weekly eggs. I'll give you some. Let's hit some eggs. Let's hit them hard. Yeah, we've got a buddy got a full list eggs. over here. Fucking does I'm going <laughs> to... Quick egg. Haven't gone this um, six... Okay. Here. Oh, yeah, I knew this was going to come. Knew it. Quick, um... Buddy, buddy, stupid post, but it, it's interesting. StatMuse is a Twitter account that basically posts stats, mainly in the NBA world. It could just be all the NBA world, but usually it's quite interesting. It's like basically um, the big statistician of... What's the AFL account that everybody Josh. goes to? Uh, um, Swamp Thing. Oh, Swamp, yeah. Anyway, off track. So StatMuse is... They usually post some real interesting stats for NBA basketball, but this one goes... Here's an NBA off-season stat. LeBron James is averaging 0.18 hashtags per tweet in his last 50 tweets. That's five times fewer compared to the same time fr- same time frame three years ago when he was averaging 0.9 hashtags per tweet. What is that? Wow. Wow. What does that even mean? Who cares? <laughs> God, I don't know. You're an egg. Get him. Stats well, views. It, it, got atten- it got attention though, which they might that might have been the point. But That's my first egg. There you go. Yeah. Oh, you want me to keep going? <laughs> I don't know. Do gonna... you want to roll through them or do you want to go back and forth? Actually, I... No, I think I lied. The rest are yours. Okay. I don't have any. I've got a few bosses. You hit me. Yeah. Number one, I'm going to roll through these again. Um, protesters in Melbourne, Sydney. For anyone who's yep. listening overseas, whatever, we're in lockdown again. Um, and we've had protesters bashing cops, breaking Everywhere. shit. Just... Pull your head in. Everyone hates being in this lockdown. Just just do the right thing. Just be quiet. Well, he said in punch horses. This yeah, time. this time. Um, egg number two. I feel like it's a weekly one and I used to feel bad about doing it, but Tom Brown. <laughs> My man. Uh, My man. Your man. <laughs> Stay in touch. <laughs> uh, a couple of um, wayward interviews this week. Um when you get it, I don't want to play it, but when you get Specifics? a text, uh, no, okay. the one with Luke Beveridge is, it's pretty good. Um, okay. Just g- mumbles through a question and then Luke Beveridge, uh, coach of the Western Bulldogs, turns around to him and goes, so what's the question, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brent. He's such a funny dude. Um, um, number three, I reckon I've got an example for this. Okay, yeah. So... Again, I don't know a, a shitload about soccer, and I think we've made this clear, but it looks like Puma has actually done, uh, has taken over for a few different clubs, and I think one of them is Manchester City, like one of the bigger ones. Um, and yeah. the, but they've rolled the same design across all three, or like the same theme, and it's basically got the big Puma logo front and center, and then it's got the team name on the chest. Um, sponsor underneath and the crest on the back is is what I understand. Um, okay. So if you play this video, um, we've got a player from one of these teams who's just got his new Puma jumper looking for the crest on his jumper to celebrate. Like, you know how people grab the crest <laughs> in their jumper? Yeah. And like, he can't find he it. He just find logo. He can just find sponsors. He can just find sponsors. <laughs> so, oh, Puma. Yeah, yeah, so, so go back into this one. Uh, Puma, maybe consult work out something better it's not a not a great design and it's cop some heat just, i'm pretty sure yeah it's fair enough uh, or just tell make make the players aware of where, where, where the crest is oh they can't really are. grab the back can they oh <laughs> uh, yep last thing of the week i'm sorry guys i've got a lot of oh 
people. I've got a lot of eggs. Some dickhead, this is from Adrian with a W. Some dickhead broke into one of our bars last night and took nothing but five bottles of spirits. Wish I could have seen their faces when they got home and found out they were just display bottles filled with water and some food coloring. <laughs> Boss move by Adrian, though, actually. Great move. Dumbass. <laughs> Dumbass, but more of a boss from Adrian. Well done, with well done. W. Uh, speaking of bosses, let's transition to this. Got a couple bosses. Bosses of the week. Boss of the week. Boss, 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 boss. My first boss. Oh, doggy. Post game interview with the dog. Don't know if it's a mascot. Oh, no, official bat dog. Okay. But anyway. Mad dog. <laughs> just self-explanatory. If you hear puffing in the audio vo- version, they're just interviewing a dog post-game. <laughs> oh, little whimper. You're oh. my boss, Durham Bulls. That's a well g- done. It's like, that means you could have a, a chance at having a post-match interview. Why? Because you're I'm a dog. A dog. Mark. Thanks, bro. Uh, second one. This was just a random Twitter thread I came across. So, if you don't, what's what's the old thing of don't? If you don't laugh, I mean, if you don't cry, what is it? If you don't laugh, you cry. You cry. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I think this is very appropriate to the state of our world at the minute. Um, someone put up a tweet. Imagine an episode of The Office where they all have to get vaccinated. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sorry if you don't watch The Office, but there's just a, a few screenshots of... Um, we don't have to read them all out, but um, if you watch The Office US version, <laughs> there's all these characters basically with their screenshots like they do in the in the show of talking to the camera and then um, basically just... They're very funny. Like So one from Michael Scott, main, char- main character... Corporate says everyone should get the vaccine, which is quite disappointing, really. I kind of like COVID. I was looking forward to, to Toby dying. <laughs> I was looking forward to Toby dying from it someday. And they just do one for everyone. Uh, Kevin, everyone's, everyone loves Kevin. Oh, yeah, very excited for the shot. I heard Angela said they're only doing it to put chips in us. Mm, mm, chips. Yeah. And then she's got his goofy grin. I just think it's uh, That's <laughs> just a timely bit of humour. Shut up, Brad. <laughs> Um, that's my boss. That's, you got a boss? No, nah, you don't. I don't really have a boss this week. Um, good tweeting is my point to that. Yeah, I don't have a boss this week. Oh. So, what? I'm frozen. Okay, guys, wrap it up. Well, friends and enemies, thank you, Does thank it. you, thank you for joining us for another episode. Um, plenty of content to work through on that one, Barks. Um, so I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, as always. The links will be in the spreadsheet um, and you can watch this full episode with all the examples on our YouTube and us in high definition. New and Im- exactly. New and improved HD us. What more could you want? Lockdown viewing. Lockdown viewing. That's what That's what we're here for. Crew, we're getting no. closer to the end of our season um, and we will be doing a mailbag episode to finish off. Big finale. S- big finale. So... We'll start getting. We'll get some um, comms out around it, I reckon. And if yep. you got a question, yep. get on. You just make sure you submit it. We better get onto our media department and employer media department to do that. I reckon Will's got some spare time. I reckon he's not busy at all. <laughs> we talk about Will, our Carlton media manager, far too often for a bloke that doesn't support us. Anyway, 
Oh, fuck it. I've just frozen again. <laughs> That's Let's it. Do the we're, we're, we're wrapping it up. My camera's working yeah. this week. Barks is battling. Friends and enemies, oh look after yourselves. Be kind to one another. Um, get vaccinated if you can. And otherwise, <laughs> just like and follow our show. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, like and follow and then get vaccinated. <laughs> like, and listen while you're getting vaccinated. And in <laughs> fact, can you tell whoever is vaccinating you to listen as well? So we get, get a few more listeners. That'd be great. That'd be great if you don't mind. Thanks, everyone. Enjoy your weeks.